0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Megan's Old Office. My name is J.D. Gorlett. I'm the senior pastor here at Dundee Presbyterian Church in lovely Omaha, Nebraska. I'm joined once again by my friend Keith Holmes, who is the director of uh, small group and mission activities here. Hey, hey buddy. How you doing? Pretty good. Hey. What about Romans? Do you like the book of I'm Romans? Digging. How up do Romans. you feel? I I am just jazz. The quality of the podcast here is just unsurpassed. I think mean, we you know. appreciate you,
1: whoever you are out there. Thanks, honey.
0: Thanks.
1: Thanks, hon. And yeah, my wife, so, yeah, does. I don't think There's my, two of them, our
0: wives. No, <laughs> I don't think my wife can, is one that... I don't think she listens to this. No, I kid because I care. We have a... We, we appreciate everybody who's listening. Absolutely. And we have a great appreciation for you. We've been working through the book of Romans, and we're up to chapter 12, which is really opens with this incredible statement of presenting ourselves as, as living sacrifices. I'm going to ask you about what it means to... Present your body as a living sacrifice. Here in a minute. Ooh! What's the best gift that you have ever given, not been given, but yeah. wh- wh- what's the best gift that you ever gave to somebody else?
1: So it was a Christmas a few years back. My sister-in-law and I were were with my wife, and Alice lamented a uh, standing mixer that in our kitchen. That you know, it would be nice to have a new one. Mm-hmm. And so, I I have confirmation of this by my sister-in-law because I'm like you heard that right I sent her a text you heard that right And she said, yeah I heard that okay so I went out and bought a brand new Hamilton Beach standard mixer which was probably way more than I should have because it's just, it's an expensive piece of equipment but we use it we we both use it in the kitchen when we cook and I gave her This wonderful gift, this Mm. gift. She lamented the fact she didn't have it. And I was like, I'm going to be the hero. And I gave it to her for Christmas. And she opened it, and she gave me the look. (laughs) The one that we all fear. (laughs) That, why do I have this? (laughs) And I'm like, what do you mean? your sister Carolyn and I both heard you say you wanted one. She said, well, no, I was just like, just, you know, my old one was, it's fine. It works. Why get rid of it? So I was just like, well, when it does die, I'll need a new one. Is the, I'm like, no. You said you want, and and but it was the best gift I have ever because I paid attention to her, even though it and, wasn't
0: appreciated.
1: And, and 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 I was listening. I had confirmation. Yeah. And. Still, big old goose egg. Big
0: old goose egg. Well, for <laughs> me, I'm sorry to put you down. Yeah, but, that's all right, man. But man, uh, I I had. I'm not a great gift giver. I'm mm. really not. But I did have a moment. We used to watch the show as a family called The Amazing Race. Oh yeah. Remember that? Oh yeah. I think it was on CBS. Maybe it's still going. I, had I think no it is. I don't watch it anymore I, anyway. I, yeah. So it's a deal where these teams, the two person teams, go out and they do all these. They 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 travel all over the place. World. And they're they're in like. 13 stages, and they, the first one to get to the end wins, and, right. and but they have to do all these tasks. They open these envelopes, and they, they're told what to do, and right. they have to learn how to do these dances and different things, wherever they are, like, you know, and so my wife uh, back, um, this was 2006, she had cancer, breast cancer, stage three, and she lost all her hair through chemo and went through all this, and so... Uh, my my gift to the to my wife and to my kids was to, to put together amazing grace for them and I didn't tell them it at all none of them knew oh my and I gosh. woke them up one morning by f- banging a frying pan we were in Moline Illinois that's where we were living and I woke them up they, and I gave them an envelope and I said okay this is what you get and it was the Amazing Race. I had it all set up as the Amazing Race.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah,
0: and so at different stages, they had to do different things. Laura didn't know. I had to have them pack suitcases and all this kind of stuff. We end up in Indianapolis. Right. Uh, at uh, Stay in a hotel there. We, we went to the zoo. We went to the Indy, where the Indy 500 is. Oh, uh, yeah, the brickyard. Uh, but I had bought tickets to a uh, Tim McGraw. Uh, concert, which is Laura's favorite. That was part of that? Yeah, and so we went to uh, the Indianapolis arena, whatever that's called, to change the name. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, and of course, uh, Laura's bald, she has no hair, mm-hmm. she's got her got her uh, rag on her head, right. and we're singing, um, Live Like You're Dying.
1: Oh, <laughs> you know? man. And, and,
0: and so, I'm, I, it, we're just crying to that oh. song, because it's just about a guy who has cancer, and you live like you're dying, right. and Laura had cancer, we didn't know if she was going to make it, and all I, and, uh, so that was like one of the greatest moments of my life, the greatest experiences and most joyful and deep moments of my life. And it came from giving, not from taking. Right. And uh, wow, I, all I had to do was effort, Keith. All right. I had to do is sit there and, and it was a lot of effort. It was a lot of work. And putting the, uh, I even got yellow envelopes like and colored oh. envelopes like they're on. The, I did it exactly like the show and did all this work to do this. And the effect was incredible, and it was because I gave, and right. and I, I I've never at that level, ever gave given at that level yeah. before or since. Right. And the experience of that was the most remarkable thing, and it it, it stays with me, and I want to share that with everybody today. Not to brag, I hope no. I'm not, but just to. To kind of challenge myself and everybody else, the greatest experience of my life was that, and it was one of completely giving, being you know the most selfless moment.
1: Of it's my a life. wonderful example of that. And I don't think you're bragging at all. I think that was that was a moment where, like you said, you 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 reach a point, you've reached that pinnacle, and you just it's it's amazing and. God bless you, man. No, That's but it was beautiful. It, but, it,
0: but it is. It's. But yeah. now I have other examples, and you all listening, Keith. You, you have examples of when oh, you yeah. just when you just gave, right? You, and it was, oh, yeah. And it, it came at a cost to you, and, and and But it was your best moment. It was right. your best experience of the people who received. Uh, right. It's better to give than to receive. It really is true. It
1: is true, isn't it? I mean, when we get to when we really get there, I mean, you know. It is better to give than to receive. With that in
0: mind, verse verses 1 through 8, chapter 12, if you're reading, mm-hmm. take out your Bibles. And That's I'm going right. to ask you guys, what does it mean to present your body? What does it mean to you, Keith, to present your body as a living sacrifice? Paul says in verse uh, in chapter 12, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of yourselves more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and not all the members have the same function. So we, who are many, are one body in Christ." And individually, we are members of one another. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, prophecy in uh, in proportion to faith, ministry in ministering, the teacher in teaching, the exhorter in exhortation, the giver in generosity, the leader in diligence, the compassionate in cheerfulness. What does it mean to you Hmm? to present your body as a living sacrifice to God, holy and acceptable? You know what like, has that to you?
1: It, it it for me it means putting aside my will, what I want, and doing what God wants me to do, right. which is super tough. Mm-hmm. Right? We've said it before. That's such an easy thing to say and such a difficult thing to do. Because mm-hmm. I want things. I want certain things in my life. I'm supposed to be at certain places and points in my life at certain times. But to give that all up
0: to let that go. To
1: let that go. Yeah. And it's been easier as time goes by, as you know, as I as I develop my relationship with God and through Christ, you know, my walk, so to speak. But it's still hard sometimes. But to be able to just simply say, "Okay, God, here I am. Send me." Right, Hmm. Isaiah. Here I am, Lord. Send me. Right. (laughs) According to your will, God. Right, and that's the other thing too. Yeah.
0: To sit there and say, you know, here I am, God. I'm willing to be a Hollywood superstar. Right. Send
1: me. Right. I'll say I'd like lo- that. Yeah. You know, in, in my Oscar acceptance speech, I'm happy to say I'd like to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. How about I do that for you, God? Right. Right. Exactly. And so, but would to you be say able that
0: when you're in the gutter? Right. You know?
1: Exactly. Here I am. You know. And I've been places where you know. And I've been parts of organizations where you know the highest honor is picking up the trash. You know. I mean. You, I remember riding with the Christian Motorcyclists Association, and that was one of the things we talked about. Was as you, as we're getting trained in in serving bikers, it's like you don't get to go up and start talking to them about Jesus. That's not at all what you do. Mm-hmm. You you show them you're there for them, right. and, you know, and that's, I think that's with everybody, right? You do that, but it was really kind of pointed out to me and really affected me. It right. was like, you know what? You see trash on the ground? Start picking it up. Let them know you're not above them.
0: The truth of the matter is, well said, all of that. The, mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is is that this is one of the more important moments in the book of Romans, um, mm-hmm. chapter 12, where Paul says this, I, I, I urge you to present yourselves uh, your body as a living sacrifice. He says this after all the other things that he has said. Right. Okay, so if he opened the letter, he, if he opened the book of Romans with this phrase, it wouldn't nearly have the meaning that it does right here in chapter 12. And what do I mean by that? Up to this point, he's talked completely about grace in, in Jesus Christ. And we've mm-hmm. talked about it. I hope I hope we've talked about it extensively here. I don't think we can talk about it enough here on Megan's old mm-hmm. Uh, about what grace is in 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 what God has accomplished and done for us in Jesus Christ, and after, and, and Paul has spent chapters and verses just going over and even repeating himself about how God's how amazing God's grace is in Jesus Christ, and then he says. I urge you to present your, your, your bodies uh, as a living sacrifice mm-hmm. to Jesus Christ. What does this mean? Well, it borrows definitely from Old Testament tradition where if you were going to get be atoned for your sins... You didn't present your, yourself as a living sacrifice. You brought a perfect lamb mm-hmm. or another animal, and you brought it to the temple, and you had to put your hand on it and present it to the, to the priest, and then you had to watch it be slaughtered. You had to make its blood flow. It had to die in your place. Here, in accordance and consistent with that tradition, Paul is, is urging us, do the same thing, Keith, but don't bring a lamb to die in your place. Bring yourself. Present yourself. And you said it perfectly. I think, you know, just to let give yourself completely to God and let God's will be done uh, except, You know, for, for your life. Here You said, uh, here I am, send me. Right. That's a nice, great thing. I have that on my wall right. uh, in my office. Here yeah. I am, send me. This is the words of Isaiah. Right. In the throne room of God, I believe it's Isaiah 6, where he sees the vision. He says, here I am. God says, right. who shall we send? Right. And uh, who will go for us? And, and Isaiah says, here I am, send me. It's a great phrase, it's a great story, but you have to hammer at the fact that it's also a a, a phrase or a claim uh, of complete selflessness. Here I am, send me. Not uh, uh, with the assumed conclusion that I'm going to win the Academy Award right. or the Super be the Super Bowl MVP and be a champion and lauded by everybody. Send me even if I'm going to fail, even if I'm going to die in the process. Right. That's what it means to present yep. yourself as a living sacrifice. Uh, Paul, or, or, or no, I'm sorry. Jesus in, in, uh, in the book of Revelation encourages the churches and the followers to be obedient even unto death. Yep. Wow. Like so that okay, I believe, I believe in the existence of God. Do I believe, do I trust that God is in control and that God is going has my best interest in my even when, obviously, the the road of my life leads on to death? Do I trust him even then? Right. That is a hard question. That's and he a, brings that up only after he's already talked all about grace, all, right. all about how great God is to us. You follow what I'm saying? Well, yeah,
1: but I mean... You can't open with this and then go to that part. <laughs> right. You wouldn't. People wouldn't. People. I'd close the book, right? He's I wouldn't read the letter. Th- I, I. would not. I would not have even bothered gotten past that. Like, give myself to God. No. But when we see how much God has given us, when we see that God's grace and everything about our salvation is all about Him, how can we not make our own lives all about Him? How right. can we not follow His lead into this idea of? It's all about Jesus, what all about you, God.
0: What do you think is involved in being transformed in the renewing of your mind? He gives you gives us that line here in these first eight verses. Yeah. Um, if there's a step by step process to having your mind being you being transformed in the renewing of your mind.
1: So the what, mind what, is, what, is renewed, and now what the what are the right? Steps what is involved in being
0: transformed by the in the renewing of your mind?
1: I I guess y- taking those first steps towards selflessness, letting go of my will, would be the biggest and probably hardest step. Recognizing that I'm doing it, I suppose, is the first step, right? That I am a sacrifice. I am transforming into what God wants me to be. It, it's and interesting. Uh, a
0: lot. I think you're right. I'm sorry, honor. No, you're I'm fine. It's interesting, the renewing of my mind, it's like, I, I start to think, Keith, that it's a deal where it's like, okay, my mind starts to, to it starts to come, the sun starts to come up in the east in my mind. I start to, mm-hmm. to learn, you know, what I'm supposed to do and what I'm supposed to be and what right. I'm supposed to think about a certain thing. Right, right. But it's not enough for me just to know. Right, you guys Then I've got to actually be renewed. And it. So it's like, it, it happens to the brain first. Is, is it going to stop here in my brain before it goes into my life
1: right like, exactly right I mean and that's those first steps of okay or right, what am I what wh- help me understand God? what do I, what are my next steps forward? Because I I can't save myself. I understand that. It is all your grace. Now transform me into what you want me to be so that I can be a part of that.
0: Like you could tell me as my friend, you could sit and you could say, J.D., you know, you've got to give yourself a break. You've got to forgive
1: yourself. Or
0: you could come to me and say, yeah, okay. Or I could come to you with a problem or something that's going on in my life. And you you could say, well, J.D., First Thing is, you got to forgive backs this person. Right. You could tell me that. In my brain, you could sit there, you could say, JD, you need to give yourself a break. You right. need to lighten up. In my brain, was like, you know something, you're right. Yep. My brain could accept that completely. The my mind could be renewed right. by that. By by the truth of that statement. But, but will then, it
1: transform you?
0: Yeah, will it transform me? Will you know, that, like it like will that flow into my heart?
1: And your life, like and in my relationships yep. while
0: I actually do that, go out and give myself a break or right. forgive that person or do you follow
1: what I'm oh, saying? Oh, 100% follow what you're saying, Sometimes right? I do that on this. I say that phrase a lot,
0: like I'm spouting off and I, I have but to I, stop,
1: But I, I totally understand. I do it, I and mean, I struggle with that for myself. Have in the past, will in the future, I'm sure, that you just... It's so much. I, I I think it's always for me easier to forgive somebody else than it is to forgive myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I you know I live with me twenty four seven. I don't know what they're doing, but I know what I'm doing. But every you know, sitting day.
0: right but, now, sitting here right now, that mm-hmm. you you need to forgive yourself. That you right. need to give yourself grace. That right. you need to take it easy on your. You need right. to not be so hard on yourself. But then. The, that's not the only, knowing that is not the only thing that's what we're saying here that's right. what i think paul is saying here yep. is that just knowing that jesus went to the cross just knowing that jesus lived that he walked on water that we've talked about that knowing that you're forgiven that's a lot yeah. but it's not enough that knowing that you're forgiven has
1: to renew you that's right
0: it, it you have to let it get past your 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 brain muscles.
1: Amen. Amen. You
0: know what I'm saying?
1: Absolutely. How do you how do you do it? That's the big question because we're here in the story, right? We know we have to do that, but how do we how do we allow ourselves to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, in the renewing of our minds? So Paul thinks and mm-hmm. I happen to agree with him that yeah. this
0: right here where we're at right now is a great springboard to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask you, I'm going to read this, 19 through 21. All I want to know is he's going to list off a bunch of qualities of being a Christian. All I yep. want to know, dear okay. listener, is which one of these qualities of Christianity really stands out to you. So Keith, gotcha. lead the way on that. Verse okay. nine, 9. These are all qualities of Christian Christianity. What, which one just catches your uh, your attention or which ones? Let love be genuine, Paul says. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Are you getting the rhythm yet here, people? (laughs) Which one stands out to you? But there's more. Verse 14. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. I didn't even know I was being haughty. I need to look that word up. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought of what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Man,
1: what stands out to you, dear Keith? <laughs> Um, it seems very counterculture to me that we, we, you know, I, growing up on a steady diet of Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone and Bruce Willis movies, y- you got to get the bad guy. Yeah. The bad guy did something. And yes. It's time to. You're taking my answer, t- dude. I Go with it. Go well, run, but, run wild, But, ta- I'm, I'm. Gonna get him back. I'm gonna get them back. Yeah. I'm gonna repay that evil yeah. with what I think is good. But in fact, yeah. is it really good? No, it's just more evil. I right. mean, you know, it, it just it, it, you're 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 just I, I'm, I'm just that's what I think of when I think of you know what. What are the good qualities that stand out? I'm one of those that don't do that. I'm I'm someone that is completely counter to what you 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 smack me in the cheek. I'm going to turn the other one. You 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 know. I, I, you you offend me i'm not going to i'm not going to attack you back on social media i'm you know i'm going to try and 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 just say hey look man sorry we disagree but and be at peace and be at peace so and, where
0: you're kind of floating around is this place where he says don't avenge yourself right but make room for the wrath of god i right. that one stands out to me and i want to say something about it i yeah. I, I just wonder how much better our world would be how much better our lives would be, our society would be, if we would just do this thing. Okay, so what does Paul say? He says, "Don't avenge yourself," and he's, then he says, "Leave room." What that does to my mind, leave room for the wrath of God. It's like I'm I'm making room for the anger and wrath of God to perhaps land. Okay, and I kind of hear you saying that I don't do that. That I that I, but I want to ask the question of what, how much better my life and our world would be if I would just Give the justice to God. The, mm-hmm. the doing of justice to God. Right. The the making things right to God. And how much time I've wasted in my relationships, not letting God have the say, um, not making room yeah. for God to do the the vengeance. Uh, to well, do the wrath. We're not
1: terribly it. sure he's going to do what we think he should do.
0: Well, that's right.
1: But well, I, why? Why are you telling me to give it to him when I know exactly what needs to happen? Isn't
0: that the truth? Is it?
1: I mean, every every influence of the world teaches us that, right? That we need to take justice into our own hands because. you know, we know what, we know that what's, we know what's unjust.
0: There are certain people, Keith, there are certain people in our lives that are toxic Mm -hmm. and that we're, and there are certain relationships that get to a place where we're not, where it's no good, where we're, where where we're enablers, um, or they're enabling us. And it's just a really an unhealthy thing. There are relationships between human beings that get to the point where the best thing you can do is just separate and not be together anymore. That right. happens because human beings are are hard-headed and they're 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 sinful and that by nature is going to lead to situations where we will be in in relationships that really the best thing is for them them just to end. Right. But then there are relationships that, that with people that are in our families with whom we are close where we play these games and we we do silent treatments uh, we 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 hold grudges uh, and when we're doing that we're not leaving room for god to settle it right. we're we're not we're not being good christians there we're not leaving we're, we're not letting god have that now Something might have happened. We may even be right. This is the hardest yeah. part: is when I'm right. The worst part is when I'm right, not when I'm wrong. Heck, right. when I'm wrong, that's easy. I go to I'm wrong. I go to you and I apologize. And I'm like, holy oh, like cow, I screwed up. I feel right. awful, and and then it's on you to forgive. And if you don't, right. man, you're a jerk. And I, but I've done everything. I, but right. when I'm right uh, in a in a conflict, that's the worst because then I am most likely to just really get. Stuck and not advance, yeah. and not be gracious, and yeah. not reach out, and not hug the other person, and make amends, and accept them, right. and just let God deal right. with this person mm. or, or this or this situation. Um, so I, that, him, he, he lists off a lot of things. That's the one that really stands out to me. Leaving room for God to act in the relationship, to judge the relationship, to judge the situation. You right. follow what I'm saying?
1: Absolutely. It's, I mean, again, we come back to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. You know, when we're in the situation, we need outside help. Mm-hmm. You know we need to, you know, I think it was um, it was why do some or you know what advantage does someone have outside the church or you know, right, that right. week? And, yeah. and it just kind of comes back to that kind of feel to me. It's just like God who is outside of creation, who is outside of everything that he's created and knows exactly what needs to be done. Why wouldn't we turn that over to him? Isn't, Why?
0: It, is, isn't it because it's more important to us to be right than to be a peacemaker? Oh, I
1: absolutely think that's like being true. Being a
0: peacemaker seems wimpy to me. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I agree. As I agree. I'm sitting here, being a peacemaker seems like I'm caving. Right. Like, I'm not, like I'm not being strong enough. Right.
1: I like need I, to be stronger than that because I'm right. I know I'm right. And therefore, I can't cave in. Right. Because if I do, I'm weak.
0: Right. And and, and all he's saying is, you know, J.D., let God have that part. You be a peacemaker. Let God work the rest of it out. Leave it to him. How much would our world be better if we would just relent with our desire to get even and to be right and to make sure the other guy knows that we're right? Right. I mean, I'm talking about I'm talking about school board meetings here. Like, you know, we, we see lately we've been seeing all these school board meetings and people are just yelling and screaming and at the school board, and the school board members are yelling and screaming back, and it's right. just like, okay, wouldn't Jesus say, you know, okay, the problem is you're right, you're right about this issue, whatever it is. Right. But are you, are you letting God work this out? Yep. No, I can't. I've got to choke. The, i got to choke my enemy out right
1: they they've, they've got to tap out otherwise and otherwise po- something could be wrong right. and
0: maybe yep. politically that's the rule and maybe politically that's the way it has to be but that's not how it is it's not so to be with you no
1: that's right. not what the kingdom of god is like that's right. for sure
0: you they, know that they lord it over you jesus mm-hmm. says but it's not supposed to, the, the the greatest among you is going to be your servant he's going to yep. be selfless he's going to be the greatest is going to be washing feet is going oh my gosh why but it's you? so
1: hard okay. I know, I know I don't
0: want to do that. I don't
1: want to do that either. I much prefer my coat and my tie and my good look. Look and, all the things yeah.
0: that he says here in chapter 12. Let love be genu- genuine. Hate right. what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Mm-hmm. Do not lag in zero. Rejoice in a hope. Contribute to the needs. Bless those who persecute you. What are we to be, what are we to be that we are not?
1: Well, I think you said it earlier. Peacemakers. I mean, all of these things lead to a a sense of we're at peace. Now we can talk more about what God can do for you or what we can, you know, no one, uh, you know, I've often joked, man, it'd be great if, if, um, if uh, evangelism was just simply wrestling with someone, if I could fight someone to salvation, (laughs) I would, I would, you know, if I, okay, you and I are going to get into this ring and if you beat me, you don't have to trust God. Yeah. You don't have to trust God. But if I beat you, you have to be a believer now. The what? Gospel. How? You, you know, gospel by bludgeoning, right? <laughs> the bludgeoning gospel by by Keith Holmes.
0: That's much harder than
1: that, isn't it? But right. I mean, but I mean, because it's there's a finality to that. There's not a working out and right. a and a continuation. It's boom. I beat you. Yeah. You got to believe now. And don't. I, I say that physically, and it's hysterical to think that in a, in a ring, but. We do it verbally. Yeah, we do that. We bludgeon people verbally. Right. We 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 dance and we bob and we weave and we fight and, and it's just like he's telling us here, just take it easy. Right, I'll I'll take care of this. The word repent comes to mind, don't right? I mean, yeah, know, yeah, that, yeah. All,
0: I, I see the word repent all over the place in scripture, and 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 it does definitely come to mind. Um, I'm also captivated and, and intrigued by how many times and in how many ways the Bible calls us to a perfect life. Hmm. I mean, I mean seriously, it, 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 it continues to present to us a way of living and a re- way of relating that we're not going to do. We're not going to achieve. We're not going to get it. But it mm-hmm. doesn't. But the fact that we're not going to do it does not prevent Jesus, does not r- prevent the writers of the Bible, the prophets, to call us to that level. Right. The, the fact that we are going to fail and fall short of that doesn't prevent the standard from still being presented, and, there, and I'm, I'm, I am amazed by that, that, that uh, and I'm pleased by that, and I'm I, blessed by that. I, I so. read a chapter like this, and I'm like, well, in truth, I'm never really going to be everything that Paul talks about here in verses 9 through 21 from chapter 12 of Romans. But still, I appreciate the fact that it's there so that I continue. And and we've told you on Megan's Old Office, don't just read this. Really meditate on it. And when you do, you're going to be like, holy cow, being a Christian is impossible for me to do. And yet, I'm I'm really grateful to know that the bar is that high. Right. Because I'd like you in your relationship with me to pursue that bar. Even though you're going to fail at that, if you would just simply pursue that bar of relating to me, that's going to bless my life.
1: And, and I got to tell you immediately, my knee jerk reaction is, well, how do we tell others about that? You know what I need to I do got is. A just, micro, I got a right, microphone, got a right, microphone here. right here, but I got to remember to say, "How about you practice it first, Keith? Then." Yeah. Let them do that. Then, then, then we do open that room for God. If I'm practicing it, I, w- others might see that in me and go, "What are you? How do you do that?" And I, I get to say, ex- "Yeah, because, because Romans 12 right. tells me this is what I have to do. Right?
0: And it I'm, isn't
1: that I want to do it. It isn't that I I need to do it. It's because I have to do because it because of what's been given. To what's me. been given to me.
0: Well said." Well, that's Megan's Old Office. That's chapter 12. We're going to... last three episodes are coming up. We're going to close out the book of, uh, of Romans. And, uh, and uh, so, it's go- so please continue to join us for those episodes. We love having you here.
1: Would that be called The Exciting Conclusion of? The Exciting <laughs> well, Conclusion of Romans. Let's not make promises we can't <laughs> keep. Well, then join us again next time.
0: We'll do the best we can.
1: Thank you so much for joining us this week on Megan's Old Office brought to
0: you by Dundee Presbyterian Church. Please like, subscribe, and share so you and your friends can keep up with us every time we post. You can learn more about us and our church at dpcomaha.org. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash dpcomaha or on Instagram at Megan's Old Office. You can contact us through email at Megan's Old Office at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening today. We truly appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Bye bye.